almost makes Brown. He takes a big shot and it's a goal. And just got to sit here. Good evening and welcome to the Big Footy Blues podcast, the second episode. We hope you enjoyed the first. With me for this second episode, as was last week, ODN, and uh, devoid of caring, or Doc, as we're going to call him from now on, apparently. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you, Walkie? Good to hear you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So we're off, we're off to a great start. And uh, how about you, Doc? How are you today, mate? Oh. I'm oh, fantastic. That's that's the best intro we've done yet. We're going we're on a roll tonight. Uh, a little good stuff on the cutting room floor. That's, that's oh, that's it. It's good to hear ODM not in a bloody water tank. Yeah, no, he's he's sounding a lot better. Sounding great. Um, I was just movie last week, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of uh, sounding a little bit better, I hope we do a little bit better against the Pies this week than we get against the Tigers. How did you guys see the Tigers game? Uh, perhaps ODN first and then uh, Doc? Oh, you know, we lost the game, so uh, not an awful lot a lot of positives to come out of it. Uh, we tend to, we got back in the match by playing our old game style, apparently. We uh, let the shackles off and had a bit of a shootout, and uh, Mick doesn't like the fact that uh, we came back in that manner because it wasn't in keeping with his game plan. So uh, I don't know what we take out of it. We we, we probably take out of it uh, the form of, of a few players. Uh, Gibbs has been good in the midfield all pre-season, and again, he was great on Thursday night. Um, and um, Hammer finally uh, became the contested mark monster that we were all hoping for. But the bad thing to come out of it, the really bad thing, is... Uh, he crapped his pants. <laughs> the most durable of our players, Eddie Bats, is injured. Um, and uh, just follow, flowing on from last year and all the injuries we had, I was, uh, I'm just thinking if it weren't for bad luck, we'd have none. Like who at Princess Park ran under a ladder, grabbed, to, grabbed a black cat, swung it around by the tail, then released it into a passing truck full of mirrors. Uh, it's it just got me. That's, that's a myth. Possibly nothing, Dennis, nothing bad. Dennis Pagan, trust me. maybe. Not a big <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Doc? How'd you say it? Right. I was going to bring all the stats in this week after my dismal performance last week. Mm-hmm. And I got shit-faced. Way too shit-faced. I can't even remember what happened in that second half. Even though, you know, that was the good good piece of the puzzle that I didn't get to see, unfortunately. Um, I got to see the really disappointing bits of that first half. And, well, most of that first half... Um, first, what, five, ten minutes weren't too bad? rest of it was... Mm. <laughs> I, I, I saw the first... Uh, I saw the whole game. I mean, I did the highlights real afterward. Well, I've seen the game about three times now. But um, the first ten minutes, great stuff. We looked like we were going to go the way we normally do against the Tigers. We were all up and we are all running. And then the second quarter just died. Sure just really did die for us and the third quarter we broke even and then the last quarter it was almost like Malthouse went well my plan isn't working what would Ratten do under this situation (laughs) um, it was like Rat's plan and Ratten must have been sitting at home going well that's what I would have done <laughs> and I'm not coaching there anymore. No, 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 rat's plan. This, Sorry, this is just plan B. Plan B. That's all it is. It's just plan B. Plan we hide B in the is bank. Rat. Just... 
Plan B yeah. is Ratten's plan. That's it. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's not wait till we set goals down before we implement Plan B again, eh? Yeah, and I was I was a huge. I mean, I'm obviously a huge rap for Hampson. I thought he played one of his best games aside from his goal kicking. I mean, he and, he's, good, and he still kicked a goal and gave two more away. So, um, one of Gibbs's goals uh, very early in the, uh, the, in fact, the first goal of the second half was a goal to Gibbs from a hand pass from a Hampson mark at the top of the square. So. He did his assists, he did his marking, he did a lot of marking actually. He had a couple that were taken away from some very dubious free kicks that he didn't even have paid against him. They were paid against uh, Casbolt both times. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, he played a very good game. And Eddie broke his jaw in the first quarter and played the rest of the game out, which is a pretty damn good what effort. What a beast. What a beast. So, good, uh, good effort, good effort. But when was the last game that Eddie missed? Well, I'm not entirely sure. Well, 1997? No, it's been a while. Oh, no, it's <laughs> 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 was playing under fives or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think uh, I think I think Doc inspired Hambola um, on Thursday night because he gave him a fair race last week. Yeah, lots of people do that. What did he do um, last week? You uh, you gave Hammer a bit of a roast. Did I? I don't yeah. remember doing. Yeah, pretty hard to bend down. Big. You know, uncle, oh, uncle. that's right. Oh, but no, no. Yeah, that was Wookie giving him a bendo, talking about he couldn't pick the ball up. I just said being six foot seven is difficult. Oh, look, I'll, I'll blame both of you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're all... Blame me. Blame me. <laughs> I, I don't think there's anyone that can't really be happy about the way Hammer performed. I mean, there's people saying that they are, but if you look at it, the guy took 10 marks. He kicked the goal that we require of him every match. He pretty much freaked out. He, he went uh, on a rampage. He, he did. He led properly. He marked and in fact, he marked anything that came within arm's reach, really. And he contested everything else. So, mm. I mean, that's that's what you can ask for. Mm. Anyway, guys, the player votes as voted by the Big Footy Forum are in, and uh, we had uh, seventy-eight people voted, put in uh, eleven hundred and fifty votes. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Gibbs Pretty uh, coming one. out well and truly on top as. Could have been predicted from the word go, really. He had strong votes the whole way through the process. Topped out with 361. Cruiser coming in second, uh, 257. Uh, Judd coming in third on 227. Walker uh, coming in fourth with 156. And Hampson uh, bringing up uh, the rear there with 76 votes. Uh, The best best new player there uh, was... uh, Clearly, Bootsma voted by the forum, thirty-three to fourteen. So, yeah, some fairly astute judges there. Yeah, and yet uh, the coaches' votes didn't reflect it at all. Um, everyone cotching best on ground. Personally, I'm mm. not really not really sure how that goes down, but uh, yeah, yeah, forty-eight point five percent efficiency. He's uh, about as sloppy as I oh, was on Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. Then nothing more needs to be said, really. Yeah. So, <laughs> look, with, with that in mind, I guess we can move on to the uh, the big game that's coming up. I mean, probably our bi- well, not probably. It definitely is our biggest rivalry that we have. And it is. It is truly. I mean, we had eighty thousand at the game on Thursday night. I think we'll comfortably surpass that uh, this weekend. It's a Sunday afternoon game. Um, it's part of the AFL's push to. Uh, increase the viewership in the Sunday time slots. 
Um, so no more North Melbourne Bulldogs games or anything like that being played there. They're pushing Collingwood into that slot, and so we're getting shuttled into that with them. Um, perhaps, uh, what's your worst Collingwood... Uh, what's your favourite memory against Collingwood, uh, Odeon? Favourite memory against Collingwood? Um... I don't remember. I cannot. Don't uh, don't ask me the year. But I remember uh, one year Collingwood beat us by over a hundred points. And the very next time we played them, I'm not sure if it was in the same year, the second time, or, or the start of the next year. But we beat them by over a hundred points. And that uh, that revenge was pretty sweet. But um, you know, obviously, uh, seeing grand finals against '79 uh, and the harm step back in '81, coming back from. Uh, 21 points down late in the third quarter. Um, you know, we own Collingwood in grand finals. Um, and uh, the centenary match, um, where we sort of uh, ruined their party. Yeah. What about you, Doc? You got a f- favourite memory? You're going to leave us hanging like you usually do. Do I have a favourite memory? I don't even remember yesterday. Oh, I probably, no, I don't really have much to probably last year's performance. Oh, BM kicking their ass twice. It's a good place to start. That, hey, look, I mean, I, I didn't get to see any of those games at all. I was at work for both those times, unfortunately, but it was nothing like hearing that on the radio and just hearing it was goal after goal after goal and just losing your mind at work. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's something to do. It's, it's kind of bizarre for me. I think um, one of my favourite memories is the last game we played against them at Princess Park. And primarily because we played that game at Princess Park over strenuous Collingwood objection. Like they, they didn't want to be there. Um, and and they were, Eddie was talking about thousands of people being locked out of the game. And, and, and we went ahead and played it there anyway. And it, it was just... I wish I'd been able to go to the game. I watched it on TV. And it, was, it, it looked epic. And I think we won in an epic fashion as well. Um... Just that, I wish we saw more of that stubbornness from our from our club now when it comes to club issues. But uh, you know, but that's that is one of my favourite memories having that big blockbuster at Princess Park in front of a home crowd. Oh, <laughs> you, you, well, ODN, you wouldn't have been there, but I'm sure other people were. Yeah, yeah, that's it's always good to uh, do things under our terms, mate. But back in the days when we uh, we dictated terms and uh, didn't cave into. Uh, uh, what uh, what our opposition or the AFL wanted, but uh, yeah, I think it was the last time we were really able to put our foot down and mm. say, "No, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do it this way." And ever since then, we've had ever since the two thousand and two uh, thing that we never talk about. <laughs> it uh, yeah, we we just haven't been able to put the same foot forward. Mm. So we we haven't got the gloves on anymore. No, no. But um, so, so there's a lot of memories that people take, whether it's the 1970 grand final, the 1979 grand final, the 1981 grand final, um, Fev kicking uh, 11 or 12 goals in the Millennium match um, in his, in, on his debut for us. Um, Silvani taking a great mark over Stasevich. Um, mm. You know, there, there's a lot of memories, and there's a lot of. Uh, if you read through the uh, the Collingwood thread, the historical perspective one, you, you just the people have a, a long-lasting hatred of all things Collingwood for a whole host of reasons, 
and uh, it, ma- it makes this weekend's match coming up uh, even more special after we beat them twice last year. I agree, but there's a there's a, also a little bit of a there's the intense hatred, but there's also a little bit of a uh, a healthy respect for the rivalry, um, and I think that's come about because of uh, the expansion teams coming in and having their derbies and showdowns and whatnot, and uh, you know sort of trying to trying to usurp, I guess, the Carlton Collingwood rivalry. So it's one one thing that Carlton and Collingwood supporters both agree on and see uh bringing back the old school rivals. Yeah, the depth of that rivalry. So we hate each other, but we'll 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 defend our rivalry. It always perplexes me that coaches and administrators play the rivalry down a little bit. Um I don't see how that's good for football. I I don't see how that's good for the club, I don't see how it's good for the supporters because the supporters, we don't like them. Like, I mean, not as people, we don't like them as Collingwood people as such. I mean, we, we have nothing against them personally, but uh, oh, it's do. the fact they no, support Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> Just get rid it's, of them right now. It's, it's, it's the fact that they are it's black a- and white, we are navy blue, and I think that should be pushed more. It, it should be pushed like... like I don't know, like Elliot used to. I mean, Elliot did a lot of things wrong, but he knew how to run a rivalry. Mm. Look, so, it's, a, it's all a lifestyle choice, mate, and, um, you know, they made the wrong choice. So, um, yeah. you know, you can't do, you can't really condone that, can you? No. So the uh, the outs for this week's game, I mean, obviously uh, we're told Hampson's out with appendicitis for a week, and that's a really unlucky thing for him. And uh, we're told Betts is out for an undetermined amount of time with a broken jaw. Uh, do you see any other team changes, guys? Uh, there, was a, there was a bit of a rumour about Gibbs, which I choose to ignore. I don't think that's going to come to fruition. He seemed to run out of the game extremely well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, there's this talk of uh, somebody like uh, Bell coming in so you start to look at who might go out for him, Joseph's a fairly obvious candidate uh, on the boards um, really uh, it, it kind of it kind of depends on what uh, what Collingwood's doing because they've got so many potential ends and uh, a fairly extensive injury list themselves so, so it's really going to come down to matchups and whether we see a role for, um, for whoever we have in the team how about you, Doc? Do you see any change? Other than what Odeon's already demonstrated, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else that might be changing at this stage. I mean, if, I don't know. You just couldn't Maybe. be any, any more than that, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think you'd be changing out, you know, the two that are already injured. Maybe Joseph as well. Like, you wouldn't be doing four or five so, straight after, you know, round one. Like, it just yeah, wouldn't so make sense. So who comes in for Eddie, for instance? Like, do they play Yaron forward like they looked at doing at the end of the game? Or uh, bit, or do we bring someone else in? Gets a little interesting with that, doesn't it? Because, I mean, yeah. Ellard's been the go-to guy to fill in yeah. the injured forwards, and he's out at the moment. Mm. He, he's not due back for another week or two. Yeah. So... You don't have that. I mean, you've got Kerno who you can throw in there, but um, he's not really... Probably doesn't make the same impact. He's not really a noted forward. I mean, Armfield can go forward, but I I, I think they'll try and play Yaron forward. Um, 
Then who, takes, who takes the Aaron spot? Well, the, it, it gets to be a bit of a problem down back. I mean, mm. he's got... We, people have been saying for years, Yaron has no defensive purpose in other than his kicking out and then his, uh, his silky play and his runoff half-back. Um, but he doesn't defend. Um, and, and he has been opened up occasionally. So yeah. I, I, people seem to think that Laidler might be the go-to guy. He doesn't seem to be in favour at Carlton at the moment for whatever reason. Same with Bell. I, I don't know what the story with that is, but um, they haven't been getting game time, um, even in the last couple of weeks of the NAB Cup. So I really yeah. don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure who's going to come in for Hampson. Uh, Warnock by Warnock all. or Rowe. It, it's going to be Warnock or Rowe, obviously, but... Uh, I'm thinking maybe Rowe. Yeah, it sounds like Rowe. Rowe Just from what we've seen, it's probably going to yeah. be Rowe. Yeah. Um, Warnock was well beaten in the VFL on the weekend, apparently. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think everybody likes a bit of a... It, it's probably timely, too, with uh, <coughs> with Rose's um, cancer recovery and the fact that we're playing for the Peter McCallum Cup. You watch, the, you watch the media eat that shit up. Uh, well, it'd be perfect, yeah. wouldn't it? Jesus. It would be a, it's a bloody one. sub. We must have got a yeah. subway, everybody. <laughs> well, he, he only has to make a contest and he has to be reasonable at ground level and sort of, you know, maybe block for, block for some of the some of the other guys coming through. Mm. You know, I can see Garlett maybe being in the forward pocket, taking Eddie's role, Yaron out to half forward because, you know, we still want to use his run so he can run inside 50. Uh, we don't want him too close to goal. And uh, Walker will stay back when playing Yaron's role, but probably more defensively. And Judd is a forward? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Um, he's done it before, hasn't he? He did it. He did it on uh, did it on one leg at West Coast um, for for a little while in his last year, and uh, and uh, it looks pretty good. Up there. He, knows, <laughs> he knows where the sticks are, doesn't he? He had three shots in a, in a quarter or something, and uh, like not like Eddie style shots too, like around the corner. Like none of them were straight on. Like it was. Uh, well, the beauty is his strength. So, I mean, uh, the, that recovery. So, if you, you can only, he only has to get the mitts up to get it to ground a little bit. He's going to recover faster than most of them. Having, you know, being the big inside midfielder that he is, um, just just being able to shake off, get that get that first quick step in to get away from his opponent and grab and gather the ball. Nobody nobody's quicker than him. So, apart from Eddie, um, so there's a real so, weapon down there that we can yeah. use if we need to. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So. Um, how do you think the Blues can win this, guys? Uh, you want me to go first? <clears throat> I well, usually go first, so that's usually what's going on here. <laughs> Keep up with us, ODN. Jeez. Doc doesn't have anything to say. And... Yeah, I don't have anything to say ever. You might as well just talk. Well, <laughs> look, uh, we, we're going to win it in the midfield, obviously. Um, we have to, uh, we have to uh, pick up our game as far as clearances go. Um. Uh, a lot depends on whether Beams and Ball come up for Collingwood. I think Ball's probably no chance, but Beams, there's a bit of a rumour that he might he might make it. But uh, he's got a calf, so... I think I was reading some today that he won't, though. Yeah, you've heard today he won't. Well, you know, that's 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 a bonus for us. Yeah. Um, so you, you're basically Swan and Pendlebury versus... Um, versus Gibbs, Judd and Murphy uh, in there. So, you know, I like the quality, but we... For some reason, despite that quality, we have trouble uh, getting up in the clearances. So we have to do it this week. Um, and I think if we get on top in the midfield, um, that's going to limit the supply to Cloak. And um, and I've got faith in Jamo and uh, and Henderson that they'll they'll be able to sort of um, 
old cloak. I'm thinking probably I'm thinking probably Henderson will get the job anyway. Well, Henderson did the job last time on him. Mm. Mm. And yes, did it pretty well as long as they didn't get into body on body. Like, yeah. beat, you know, he could beat him on a lead or overhead, but uh, when it came to wrestles and stuff, he just he was absolutely baffled by it. Yeah. And how about you, Doc? How are the boys going to win? How? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> who knows, really? Uh, let's just see what happens this week, with, um, especially after last week. Um, I don't think I have much else to add up other than what Odeon has already said. Um, Plan B. Maybe a bit more, bit more even spread down our forward line, a bit more even marking opportunities with whoever comes in, whether that's Rowe or Warnock. Uh, Cruz, I'm, I'm guessing Cruz will be down there from time to time and hopefully get the fridge actually gets a few marks going on as well. Um, are we doing the margins or...? Yeah, so Blues yep. to win by how much? All right. Uh, I've been threatened here, so if I don't say the Carlton, this will be my last show. Um, but I don't care. I want to say Collingwood by minus 10. Oh, 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 he's so tricky. He's funny, man. He's tricky. Really heard the flush. I think if Carlton, if Carlton are going to get up, I don't, I don't think we're going to get up in a, in a, in a close one. I think we'll, we'll, we'll stretch it out to 20. Yeah, I, I like the 21-point margin myself. It's a, I don't know why. I'm going to tip that pretty much every week, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not expect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't until we play Melbourne I'm not really sure we're gonna flog anybody to be honest. <laughs> but um anyway. Thanks for that guys. It's time for board talk with ODN. Yeah, there's uh not an awful lot happening on the board aside from uh, a lot of complaints about our last match and uh, anticipation about our in regards to our next match and uh, a lot of uh, waxings and wanings about uh, mixed game plan and uh, whether it suits us or not. But uh, in terms of what we'd like people to do for us this week, um, uh, we've got our Facebook page up and running, uh, Big Footy Blues. I uh, love people to get on there and uh, like the page. Let us know that you're actually looking at it. Um, get amongst the people. We do, yeah. We've sort of all our all our YouTube videos and so forth are flowing through there, and our tweets and any any sort of links to our other threads and so forth. But uh, we, uh, we 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 haven't got any comments coming through at the moment because uh, uh, we, we're, we're sort of opting for a, a one sided uh, view on things and uh, and. Uh, don't want things to get too um, well. We don't want to take we don't want to take things away from the board. So just but get on there and like it for us if you could. Um, also, um, as I said, our YouTube channel is up and running, at, and that again, Big Footy Blues, and our Big Footy Blues Twitter is going. So if those we've got quite a few followers at the moment, um, from well over four hundred, but uh, we'd like more. And we'd appreciate if you guys, if we put something out, out if you'd retweet it and um, bring a whole lot of new people into our into our little tight community. Well, there you go. Excellent. Now we're running a. Uh, we're going to start a new segment specifically for Doc next week. Because um, I'm called, awesome. It's called it's called Ask Doc. <laughs> <laughs> it's more. Well, it's not. Okay. Yes, maybe you are awesome, but it's more that we actually want you to say stuff. That's me. <laughs> so uh, we want you to, uh, if you have any questions that you want to ask the doc, 
Uh, put them up on the Twitter at uh, Big Footy Blues or on the Big Footy Blues Facebook page, and the doc is going to pick out the uh, best ones there. And uh, just just make sure there's no confusion. I'm not Doc Larkin. Please do not say Doc Larkin, or I will come after you. He's not a real doctor, but he has. No, I'm not really. He's I'm, not a I'm real crazy, doctor, but he plays one on the podcast. I'm, so, yeah. <laughs> um, ODN, thanks very much. And, no worries. Thanks, and Doc, thank you again. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Have a good see week, you guys. See ya.